0: Hello everybody and welcome to episode 52 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Today we're looking at what a mess the ACMs have made of the Artist of the Decade Award. Hello everybody, welcome back. Um, We are looking today at the ACMs Artist of the Decade Award that they are giving out at the moment. And... um, They've made a bit of a mess of the Album of the Decade award. So, we're coming to the end of the decade, the the tens, the the twenty tens. I don't know how you say it. But it's confusing. Uh, this early part of the century. Once you get into the twenties and the thirties and the forties, um, it all becomes um, a little bit more succinct and snappier. But uh, the the naughties um, never really appealed to me. And now we've been we've lived through the tens. And uh, we're starting to come to the end of that decade and you get these, you know, uh, industry uh, organisations giving out decade awards. The ACMs are no different and they have been giving out awards to various people in country music. One particular award that they've, uh, they've uh, given out recently has, uh, has intrigued me and that has been for the Album of the Decade Award in Country Music. Luke Bryan uh, was awarded the ACM Album of the Decade Award for his Crash My Party album, which was his fourth studio album, released back in 2013. And um, I don't know, it sticks in my throat a little bit that uh, he's been awarded the Album of the Decade over some of what I would consider to be more worthy candidates. So today's podcast, we're going to have a look at what the criteria is for Album of the Decade and uh, really what a mess the ACMs have made of it. To be honest, they've not done a bad job of some of the other awards that they've given out so far. Um, Miranda Lambert won Song of the Decade for House That Built Me. It's, It's a good song. It wouldn't be my Song of the Decade, but it's a good song. Can't quibble with that, really. Chris Stapleton has won uh, Artist-Songwriter of the Decade, which seems a bit of a a forced category in order to give Stapleton an award there. You can't sort of argue with the fact that he's been a phenomenal artist-stroke-songwriter, but it's just a bit weird, isn't it? And that one may have been invented because Jason Aldean won the Artist of the Decade. And then they may they might have looked at Stapleton's sales and his influence, of which we'll talk a bit more actually uh, later on in the podcast, and think and thought, oh, we've got to give Stapleton an award, so we'll create this artist stroke songwriter of the decade. But I mean, you can't quibble with Stapleton; you can't quibble, love him or hate him. With Old Dean winning artist of the decade, he's sold a shed load of albums, he's done huge tours, um, and Florida Georgia Line. Of one breakout artist artist of the decade, and again you can 't you can 't really quibble with that they didn 't exist per se when the decade began, and um, they've gone on to have a huge impact on country music like it or not so all the other awards given out so far have uh, have been fairly on point but um this one is a bit weird album of the decade. Let's have a look at what their criteria is. Let's have a look at the ACM criteria for album of the decade. And let's see what you think. Here we go. Uh, The album of the decade recognises an album that has impacted country music over the decade. That's it. It's a little bit vague and a little bit Ambiguous. What does impacted mean? Let's just look at it again. the uh, The award recognises an album that has impacted country music over the decade. Surely, bloody every album released in the past ten years has impacted country music uh, in some way, for for good or bad. So straight away, the ACMs are shooting themselves in the foot, really, or holding themselves back or hampering. Uh, themselves, because what does that mean? Impacted country music over the decade. For me, album of the decade should either be the biggest selling album of the decade, or one that has, you know, the most perceived artistic merit, or one that's changed the genre in some way or caused a seismic shift in mindset or thought or sounds. And I have to say that Luke Bryan's "Crush My Party" uh, has done none of that. It's certainly not the biggest selling album of the decade, although it's close, and we'll come to which one is in a minute. Um, And in fact, if you want to think ahead, it'd be interesting to see if you can answer this question. Can you think of the album that has been the biggest selling country music album of the last decade? Have a think of it. Don't Google it. Have a think of it. And I will tell you in about a minute's time, but you know, I wonder if you'll think, because I was surprised, and then not surprised. So, Crash My Party is not the biggest selling album of the decade. Uh, it's not really got a lot of artistic merit to it, uh, and it hasn't really changed the genre in any way. It was, it was sort of a reflection of that bro country sound that uh, dominated, you know, that middle part of the tens, if that's what we're going to call it. There is still lingering aspects of that bro country sound knocking around now, but uh, you know, it certainly Crash My Party certainly doesn't register in the categories for sort of artistic merit or causing a seismic shift. Um, a lot of the songs are sort of high-octane party songs, like That's My Kind of Night and Out Like That. Roller Coaster is a nice ballad. They're quite like Roller Coaster. But it's an album literally about girls going out, drinking parties. There's not a lot of depth to it. So, you know, if we're looking at why it's one album of the decade, it's not the biggest seller. It doesn't have a great deal of artistic merit, and I don't think it caused a seismic shift in sound or change. If we, the, the one album that I do think, in that sort of bro-country uh, area, part of the Venn diagram of country music, that did cause a seismic shift in change was probably Jason Aldean's uh, My Kind of Party, because that sort of brought that bombastic guitar sound into country music, um, and so I would have given the album... If that's what we were looking at for the criteria, I would have given it to Aldean's That's you know that's my kind of party. Although I've got five more worthy albums that I'm going to reveal to you that I think could have been a better choice for the ACMs. Now, don't get me wrong. This you know this is not an anti-Luke Bryan rant. He's a nice guy. He works hard. He's philanthropic. He's uh, Seems to be a decent father, decent husband, puts on good shows. Um, the problem here doesn't lie with you know my perceived dislike of Luke Bryan. Um, the problem is that I think there are more worthy albums out there that would deserve the accolade of album of the decade so my problem is with the ACMs and their whole vague branding of you know album of the decade being one that's had the uh, that it's, it's, see they don't even say it's had the biggest impact on country music they just say it's impacted country music my issue is with that not with Luke Bryan so let's turn our attention then to some albums that were possibly more worthy winners of the album of the decade accolade i said a minute or two ago that um you know for the we were going on sales crash my party is not the biggest seller of the decade in fact it is the second biggest selling album of the decade can you guess which album outsold it dramatic pause it was taylor Swift's speak now um Crash My Party sold 4 million copies, putting it the second biggest seller of the decade. Taylor Swift's Speak Now sold 6 million copies. It was released in 2010. Um, and, you know, there is no doubt, according to our modern sound of country music and the definition of what comes under the umbrella these days of country music, that Taylor Swift's um, Speak Now is undoubtedly a country album. You know, that won't appease the fans of Haggard and Cash and Paycheck and Dolly, but it is true. So, if we are talking about the biggest selling album of the decade, Taylor Swift's Speak Now has outsold Crash My Party by a good two million uh, sales. And if we're talking about albums that have got artistic merit or that have caused a seismic shift in the way that country music is perceived or made, um, you know, Crash My Party doesn't register... Uh, for me in in those categories either. So let's look at five albums that I feel would have been better award-winning album of the decade choices. In at number five is Casey Musgraves' Golden Hour. Um, It's too early in its lifespan to sort of get a vague feel for how many copies it's sold. And actually, we stream now at the end of the decade compared to buying at the beginning of the decade. So the sales on Golden Hour were probably lower than a lot of the other albums that we're going to look at. But, you know, it has great artistic merit. The experimentation is there. Casey is pushing the limits of her talent on Golden Hour. She's exploring new sounds. And I feel that it, that particular album possibly brought a lot of fans into the genre or made newer fans of Casey aware of, uh, of what she did on the two albums before Golden Hour. So I think Casey Musgrave's Golden Hour would probably be a more worthy album of the decade than uh, Luke Bryan's Crash My Party. In at number four is Little Big Town's Painkiller. This was the 33rd biggest-selling album of the decade, so it's quite, you know, it's good, Don't get me wrong, but it's a long way down the list of the top five. But it was Grammy nominated. It updated that sort of vocal harmony sound in an absolutely brilliant way. Um, Explored new avenues of country music. Really put Little Big Town on the map. Tells a story from beginning to end, um, Painkiller does for me. Lots of depth on it. Lots of interesting sounds. Brilliant musicianship. A way more worthy winner of Album of the Decade than Crash My Party. In at number three is Eric Church with The Outsiders. Um, Actually, Mr. Misunderstood is a a bigger selling album than The Outsiders, but I think I prefer it musically and artistically. Um, Outsiders is a real statement record. It's full of big, bombastic rock songs, quiet ballads, tortured stories, really put Eric Church on the map. Um, for who he was going to be and and who he was as an artist, you you can't you can't hold Crash My Party up to the Outsiders for me and say that Crash My Party is a better album or a or more worthy. Um, award-winning album of the decade. It's that, you know, I I could see that people would go, oh, Golden Hour, you can't have album of the decade. I could see people quibbling with Painkiller. But these top three, starting with Church of Outsiders, you you know, are obviously way more worthy winners for album of the decade. And at number two is Chris Stapleton with Traveller. I mean, come on. You can't tell me that Crash My Party is an album of the decade above Stapleton's Traveller. You know, look at the Massive Stapleton fits all the criteria that we're putting forward today. It's the um fifth biggest selling album of the decade with 3 million copies. It won a Grammy. It was on the ch- it was on the charts for like 573 weeks. It has a massive cultural impact. It sort of changed the way for uh, a lot of men now in country music. But I don't think people like Luke Combs would have maybe got a record deal if Stapleton hadn't happened first. And, you know, the the look and the feel of the music and of Stapleton itself has filtered down into country music and probably grabbed the genre by its collar and moved a chunk of it out of the bro country sound. So, you know, for me... Stapleton's Traveller would be a way more worthy um, recipient of Album of the Decade. Uh, And now we arrive at number one. The one album that I do believe should have been Album of the Decade. Um, Longtime listeners of my podcast will know how much I love this album. It's Zac Brown's You Get What You Give. You know, let's ignore where he is now. Let's ignore the mid crisis, the divorces, the... Quaffered beard, uh, you know this was beanie hat wearing Zach Brown at his best. Um, it's the eighth biggest selling album of the decade, so it is in the top ten. Sold three million, birthed four number one singles and one number two. It crossed over into all sorts of genres and brought in new fans into the country music fold. It's original. It has artistic merit. A lot of the songs on You Get What You Give actually say something. You know, the lyrics tell stories, the harmonies, the musicianship. Um, it, you know, I mean, the more I, th- the more I think about it, the more I despair about um, Zach Brown's recent album, The Owl. But that's not what this podcast is about. You know, You Get What You Give is easily a more worthy recipient of uh, the album of the decade than Crash My Party. Yes, it didn't sell as many, but it's in the top 10 and we're not looking at sales anyway, are we? Because um, Speak Now would have been the album of the decade if we were going on sales. Zach Brown's You Get What You Give is the pinnacle for me of albums that have been released um, this decade in the genre of country music. And, you know, it would have been easy... To give this album album of the decade based on sales, based on artistic merit, based on um, the, the the musicianship, the stories, the songwriting, the, the 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 seismic shift that it caused in country music. Um, but no, the ACMs went with Luke Bryan's um, "Crash My Party," although that choice in respect is a sort of reflection of what's happened to country music in this past decade isn't it you know it's um, safe commercial pleasant to look at um, easy to digest in arenas and um, you know lacking a little bit of the depth of some of the music that's gone before it and so that's where we have it that's where I'll leave it today Uh, I remain perplexed as to why the ACM's decided crash my party i keep wanting to say crash my player i I would love to go to that uh, in mexico one january but uh, crash my party album of the decade according to the acms thank you for listening to me today Uh, i've been james dake and this has been 16 minute country